What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Healthy Scratch Podcast. My name is Spencer Plumadel. I'm Tyler O'Connor. I'm the soulless remains of what once was Christian Johnson Galvez. And we are Healthy Scratch. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts under the Hot Sauce Sports banner. Uh, okay, let's get into the show. Yesterday was Game 7, Habs Leafs, uh, Montreal 1. We're going to get to that. That's going to obviously be the heart of our show. Uh, so first things first, for the first round... I'm gonna ask each you guys. Give me like, give me like 30 seconds of your takes on each round. So like, Oilers, Jets. What was your takes on this on this series? Free Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah, that's more than enough, honestly. Ty. Um, yeah, ditto to what Chris said. Um, I've said it a hundred times, and I'll say it a hundred more times. Um, when you have two pieces like Drysaddle and McDavid, it's uh, it's almost fundamentally difficult to build a bad team around them. And yet they still do it every year. Um, it's. I will just jump in. It's easier to build a bad team around them when the team was already badly built when they came into it. But that being said, it's been. No, years. I know, but still, like, it does. It's, it's no excuse either way. It's still. You know what I mean? Like, just means they, they've been they, bad they, for longer at, at this point. They've they've had enough runway at this point that they should have been able to get it off. One hundred percent. Um, but I mean, you know what? They got swept, but it was closer than I think. Yeah. A sweep shows. <laughs> a lot of OT, um, man. But that being said, I'm still not like. People were talking like Edmonton was just going to run through them. And then Halbuck was a rock star because he kicks ass. And yep. they hit a brick wall and, and their season came to an end. And I mean, what can you say? That team is no good. Yeah. My take on it, honestly, is similar to that. And that like the team is poorly built. Uh, I thought Connor and Leon were on a mission that was going to, you know, they thought they were going to get by Winnipeg for sure. But they didn't. Like you said, certainly a closer series than, than a sweep indicates. There were three OTs. Yep straight for the last three games of the series and not one penalty was called on McDavid, like in, in favor of McDavid, a penalty against him, which I think is Yeah, but the the refing is perfect, Spencer, so it's fine. Yeah, well that's yeah. fuck what a unbelievable exclamation point on the fucking disaster of a year this has been for, for refing. And obviously we're not done yet. God knows what's gonna happen. This is probably gonna be the year that the fucking cup is won in a horrible call. Yeah. Um but really it's it, 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 I think that's insane. And I think when you when you're talking about a series that was as close as that was, and it was very close again, despite being a sweep, mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta factor in the fact that McDavid didn't get any penalties called as being a bit fucking insane because Connor McDavid draws twenty penalties a shift. Uh Capitals Bruins. Chris, thirty seconds. Everyone should have traded for Taylor Hall. <laughs> Not the Leafs, though. No, not the Leafs. We could not possibly use more scoring. Yeah. Ty? Uh, the Bruins are very good, and the Washington Capitals are old. So, <laughs> Dude, it, they're, you, they're I don't old, have to say and they're slow, now. and they're kind of, you know, they're, they're, on the, they're, they're on the back nine. Yep. And, I mean, their goaltending situation was a little shaky. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that top line of Boston showed up, and they showed up big. So what can yep. you really do, you know? That top line of Boston has been uh, something else, and I gotta—I I don't really have anything to add on that other than to say, last year when the Capitals looked disinterested in the play-in, it was attributed to the fact that it was COVID and that they weren't thrilled about the arrangements and the situation, and that was debatably fair enough. There's no excuse for that this year. As much as COVID is still going on, it's, it's very much not the same situation as last year, and they had the same lack of, uh, of, of heart in this series. Uh, Penguins Islanders, Chris. Fuck the Islanders. <laughs> I hate watching. I really hate watching them play. It's infuriating. Boring. That's, it's a fair take. I've actually, I've enjoyed them in the playoffs more than I've enjoyed them 
throughout the regular season. It was a uh, fun game against the Bruins again uh, OT yesterday. Um, Ty, Penguins, um, Islanders. You know, it's it's weird. It's I'm kind of with Chris in the fact that they're extremely boring to watch, but I also love it whenever like we get to that point and and every sport sees this where like you know the big teams start falling off and we yeah. saw it in chicago and now pitts like it's it's i don't know like the, the times are changing it's nice it's nice to have like a fresh you know it, it got kind of repetitive the penguins and the capitals and the blackhawks always at the top yeah. you know it's it's not that i have anything against the penguins it's just i like seeing it the league shake up a little bit and seeing mm-hmm. different teams in the in at, at different points in the playoffs um, yeah, you know, I totally so, agree. With uh, that. Yeah, no, the, the Islanders are, are no fun to watch, that's for sure. But, you know, it's. It, yeah. I don't know. It was a decent. I, I also. There's the underdog factor that, that has me pulling for them a little bit more. Like, I, I, I have a hard time not rooting for the underdog. And, like, the, the Islanders are that for me, you know? Like, and yeah. it's. Uh, they're not super. Especially, like, watching them against another defensive team, like, put a bullet in my brain. But if they're playing against a team that has more pace and, like, tempo, then, like, I can stomach it yeah. easier and enjoy their, their game a little more. So I've been enjoying that a bit. I like the sort of. They, play, they they have no reason to be as good as they are, and they still manage to be good. So I have a soft spot for that, personally. Um, I got Lightning. The... Bruins, Bruins in five. Fuck down. Nice. nice. Bruin, I'm uh, doing sorry. Bruins in six on that one. Nice. I think I might go seven that series, honestly. I forget who I took. I have it in my pool somewhere. I can see it. Um, Panthers, Lightning. Chris. Uh, well, I mean, the Lightning added the best player of the trade deadline. Have you ever heard of a Nikita Kucherov? It's crazy. Cool. I, I didn't know about him all season. What an insane hockey Is he a rookie? Player. Is he new? Fucking, that team is incredible. That <laughs> yeah, team is are. just built to last forever. Fucking great squad. Really want to see a Colorado-Tampa series this year. Ty. We might get it. Yeah, we might. Ty, Panthers, Lightning. Um... Uh, the the Lightning are genuinely one of the scariest teams I think we've ever seen. Yeah, at least like and you know since we've all started watching the sport, yeah, they're just they're fucking crazy. Yeah, and it, it makes series. no sense how they basically ice an all star team. Yep, like it's so you know, like I'm I'm thrilled that there's another one next to them now. Like you got Colorado right up there. That's like as good or better like in my eyes honestly yeah. like it's, which is a yeah. fucking insane thought because tampa is yeah. insanely good so it's really cool to see that they're they're not yeah. alone you know like as much as even if even when they were over the past couple of years far and away like head and shoulders the best team it's not like it was a given that they were going to win the cup like they got bounced in the first round two years ago right so yeah. the best team very rarely wins the stanley cup exactly exactly um but yeah it's, that was a fun series panthers uh lightning i didn't see no, as much of it, as it was light. also we talked about it last week yeah. i think where like it was one of the first series in a while where we genuinely felt some actual, you know, tension between the two teams yeah. and both fan bases were allowed in the building and, you know, it just kind of felt like real playoff hockey, yeah. which is something that we don't get as much of um, a, because rivalries obviously aren't as um, intense as they were yeah. before. And also just because with the way that these divisions are lined up, we very rarely get the, the fun matchups or the fun rivalries to begin with. Like even yeah. the Habs and Leafs, we're going to touch on it, but it, yeah. like, you know, it's it wasn't a rivalry. Everyone's saying, Oh, Habs Leafs, but like going into it, we all knew it wasn't going to be what people wanted it to be. I mean, you know? like going into it, my hope was that it was going to spark a rivalry, you know, like that, the, that, that, yeah, that happens but... in series, right? Like sometimes two teams will face off that don't really have much animosity. And by the end of the series, yeah. they fucking hate each other. But in this case, it's it was weird. a hard fought series, but there wasn't a lot yeah, of hatred no. there at all. 
which is okay. But it's weird in empty buildings, right? It like, is. That's kind of it, it too. It's just yeah. there's no like because and and again, we'll, we'll not to dive into it completely because we'll talk about it in a bit. But like mm-hmm. you know, when like the Habs and the Leafs face off against each other, it's the Habs and the Leafs, but then it's also like the two fan bases, like in their arenas, and they mm-hmm. almost try. You know, you always see that where like the Habs will play in the Bells. Like the, the the home team will always try to outdo what the other team's yeah. home fan base is doing in their own arena. You know what I mean? You almost have that little rivalry going on too. And we right? saw it a little bit in game six with the limited capacity, which was cool. That was, that yeah. crowd was yeah, electric. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be yeah. that loud. That was awesome. Yeah, but was anyway, awesome. again, we'll get Kick to that. Uh, Hurricanes Preds, Chris. Uh, I was worried my team was going to get goalied <laughs> because as yeah. you know, my favorite team in the world is the Hurricanes. Definitely not the Leafs. <laughs> um, but they pulled through. And I mean, that's, one of the deepest teams outside of Tampa and Colorado is the fact that they have to fucking play Tampa now is it is such a shame. Yeah. It's fun for us. Yeah, it's a shame. Soros stood on his fucking head. As he has been for months. And Rod Devot is a great coach and they pulled through anyways. Yeah. It's been for years. Yeah. That's a good team. That's that's a really good team. Very good team. Very good team. Uh, so I'm I'm glad they're still in it. A lot of fun. Ty. Um Yeah, uh everyone owes UC Saros uh a, a nice steak dinner. Right. Um, Nashville is really weird because they were really good, and then all of a sudden they hit a wall, and now they're just what they are, and it's it's strange. But you know what? Who cares? Because Carolina's a lot of fun, and it's fun watching really fun teams play other really fun teams, which is exactly what we're getting in Tampa Bay. So whatever. And like you said, Rod the Bod kicks ass, and you see those clips of him in the in the in the, the dressing room, and he does kind of seem to be like one of those very very few coaches that all teams look for, which are these former players that can like connect with their with the current players on like that deeper level and he seems to have that going on with the team the team seems to love him and they're just fun to play they're just fun to watch play you know they are i totally agree i have nothing to add to that actually i think uh uc saros and hurricanes being fun are pretty much all there is to say from uh from my point of view avalanche blues i mean this will be quick chris uh, well, I mean, the Avalanche are the best team on the planet, and they absolutely demolished the Blues. So not only did we get to see them crush a team, we also got Jordan Bennington to cry. as a win-win in my book. So many times, too. Like, once, whatever, but I don't know, man. And and watching them absolutely steamroll yeah. in the second round? Buddy. Yeah, against, yeah, against Vegas. Yeah. That was a hell of a fucking game one. And it, I mean, it's going to even out. It's going to come back, but... We'll see. Still, I mean, that Vegas is a great was... team. I think it will too. But anyway, I think I think they'll bounce back. But yeah, yeah, um, that was um... tie Abs Blues. Anything, Tad? Um, yeah, I was extremely wrong about the Blues. They were they weren't very good. Yeah, well, um, preseason. But that being said, you know, tricky. Colorado is like Chris said, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. So yeah, you know, it's uh, it was kind of unfair. Whoever was going to have to face up against them in the first round was kind of doomed from the start. And... What's crazy about Colorado? Yeah, What's up? is that they have this like unreal first line that was like yeah. so good in the in the season. And did you guys know that you could also be good in the playoffs? I I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to. Believe you know, that. I I heard about that but, being a thing that could happen. I didn't see it in the Montreal Toronto series, so I wasn't sure if it actually existed. No, no, neither just, did I. It, it, Nathan I, yeah, McKinnon is a freak. The words going and, around. Um, I take back what I said about Matthews being better than him. No, I I. Agree, Chris. I agree. I mean, Tom Tatar was pretty quiet the first round, so I get it. It was uh... he's actually he's a healthy scratch, actually. Yeah, extremely quiet. Yeah. The uh, yeah, Nathan McKinnon is that superstar that you'll 
let like you know it's easy to forget how good he is especially if you're on the east coast but it's like you know how good he is but then it's like it's easy to sort of throw like i don't even think it's like you forget how good he is it's just like he's the only guy that it continues to translate like Conor McDavid is obviously the best player on the planet, but like we didn't see that obviously because he got hit and slash and mm-hmm. no one called penalties mm-hmm. on him. But like McKinnon gets that too and somehow continues to produce. Like he's a freak well, he's of nature. A, everything he does is so explosive yeah. all the time. Yeah. Everything is just when he skates, like you can almost see the ice shred under him. When he shoots the puck, you can almost see like he, like I don't know if this is making any sense, but he's explosive on yeah, the no, it does. with everything him, he does. He pops his on the His shot yeah. explodes. His skating yeah. explodes. And, like, that goal he scored the other night against Vegas where, like, he just decided to become a cheat code. Like, I don't know, man. It's crazy. There are he's players insane. like Willie Nylander where it's, like, the eye test More subtle. tells people. No, no, exactly. save, the, save, save Nylander for later. I guess. No, I will. Nylander. I will. But it's just, like, I just it's like a quick, like, example. There's players like that where you don't necessarily see them popping off the ice. You don't get to see all the things that they're doing well, necessarily. It doesn't yeah. jump off the screen the same way other players do. And then there's players like McKinnon where... It very much does. Like it's just—it's like, just so it obvious. At you. Like yeah. you hear the skates slashing yeah. through the ice. Like yeah. when he takes a shot, you hear his stick slam on the ice. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's wild. But, um, yeah, I'm looking at his playoffs. He has never been in the playoffs and had less than a point per game. I think he's isn't he like third or fourth all time in points per game pace in the last three seasons? Probably like one point four one point four five points per game in the last three seasons. I think, which is yeah. like. The highest since Gretzky and Lemire type. Yeah, like he's that's just crazy. He's You're talking in the playoffs. Yeah, in in the in the playoffs in the playoffs. Yeah. No, yeah, Twenty five points in fifteen games last year. Twelve points in five games this year. Eight goals in five games this year. That is. Yeah. He he insane. dragged that team to a game seven against that's Dallas insane. when fucking Michael Hutchinson was his goalie. That's crazy. He's he's yeah. they've only played five games this postseason. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I've I've yeah, seen so many highlights. The blues. No, but I've seen so many highlights of him. That's insane. It's all happened in five games. So this is the series I thought we would talk about the least, and we've gone on the most. Golden yeah, Knights Wild, fun, bro. It oh, was that yeah, one. I mean, well, honestly, like Blues Avalanche. Well, I don't. I didn't find it the most fun. Like the Blues just were no match. Oh, but the, the Avs yeah. are so fucking fun. Like, obviously, we I said from the start the Blues sucked, right, guys? Yeah. I said that. <laughs> yeah, from the start. I remember. I remember Ty. Don't worry. Uh, Knights Wild, Chris. <sighs> Mark Stone is a beast, and and, and I was glad to see Patrick come back because yeah. he's unreal. That line is stupid good. Yeah, it is. But. They're like Minnesota hung on, eh? Like they just—they really did. They just kept it coming. Cam Talbot was great. I wonder how Edmonton feels knowing that they got rid of that guy for nothing. Yeah, they got Miko and Mike. Who cares? Oh God! They're bringing Mike back, or they want to anyway. Uh, Ty, Golden Knights and Wild. Why isn't he turning like fifty-three soon? Yeah, he's Um, an excellent goalie, Ty. Look at the season he just had. Like I shouldn't um, take actually. He did have a great season, as much as I fucking no, he did. He He did, but again, it's Mike Smith. He's gonna be incredible and then he's going to be dog water and then he's going to be incredible and then he's yeah. going to be dog water and the issue is you never know what you're about to get exactly and he's also getting um, to an age where like none of this is sustainable period you know so it's yeah. a weird situation uh but yeah. night's wild um well i mean it's i've been saying this a bunch since we started but it's like chris said mark stone kicks ass it was awesome to see patch ready back um but like on the flip side like it's cool seeing minnesota like have a good team right you know, like they've, they've always, I've always kind have of have a good team and have a good team and be fun because they've had a lot of good yeah, defensive it, teams. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. 
and they're finally like fun must watch well or whatever however you want to describe must watch but you know they they're finally fun they're finally a fun hockey team to watch yeah um they're finally like good and like i, I they're just always kind of the team that i forget about but every time i remember that they exist i'm like oh that team kind of rocks like that's kind of a, you know like the state of hockey and uh you know when i like growing up i remember always thinking like I, what is it the xl arena or whatever the rink's called like that place rocks when their team's good like yep. they love their hockey it just they've always kind of been on the back burner um the wilds i've been track so i hated the wild for a while they were very boring hockey for for a while there mm-hmm. with the Jacques Lemaire years and stuff in recent years i started following them a bit closer and it kind of started with preseason predictions and right. for like several years in a row, it was like three, four years, there were people projecting them to be bottom of the barrel in the league. And yep. nearly every year, they managed to still be in the mix of the playoffs and overachieve like significantly. Yep. And they're just that team. I was I, I at the last I had like Vegas in six, I think was my original pick. And then I switched at the last yep. second to Wild in seven because I wanted to have an underdog. I wanted to make it fun. And they damn near pulled it off like. They're a fun well, team. Got... Kaprizov is going to transform mm. that franchise. He already has started, mm. so. Yeah. Well, it's just like they've got, like, they're, like, it's, like, one of those weird situations where, like, they've got a lot of really good hockey players, but, like, up until uh, Kaprizov, like, nobody that ever really, like, jumped off the page at you. Yeah. And, like, playing in a market Gabrick, that tends to, like, be, was yeah, but, like, I mean, like, that was years ago. That yeah. was years ago. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying like recently and like like playing in a market that kind of like gets lost in the shadows sometimes. Like if you don't have those kinds of players, it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. But Kaprizov, Kaprizov comes over and then all of, all of a sudden everyone starts paying a bit more attention to them. And then they start listing. Everyone starts noticing all the like Jared Spurgeon's good. He's always been good, though. Like yeah. people are just kind of like, oh, he's like, you know, they're just keying. And um, Eric Sinek, Eric Sinek has pretty much always been good. Um, Jordan Greenway's good. Greenway, sorry, he's good. Like they're up and coming too. They're 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 fun to watch. Yeah, to see but them they've come all, like, they've, like they've always. I think they've like I said before. They've just kind of always been in the shadows. Yeah, they have. And now people finally like were like, oh, this Russian kid looks pretty kid. Yeah, pretty good. Like, let's go watch him. And yeah. then they like looked at all. You know, Cam Talbot looked good. They, they it was just he's like, like crap. This is actually a good team. So that's the thing is like even in the past the past few years like there were years there where they had good teams and they had they were they did well like they had Boudreau there and they were they were doing pretty well during the regular season in some of these years but they still didn't get the attention or respect they deserved and honestly like part of that has to do with the fact that like they were expected to do worse by a lot of people mm-hmm. so a lot of people in the media thought they were going to do worse and beyond that even though they were doing like overachieving their team was never great you never looked at that team and went oh that that team could make a like that they might make it to the cup final like it was never that kind of team well there's but a danger Kaprizov, of always kind of being in the middle which is what they were yeah and Kaprizov is changing that. Like he's changing the perception of that team where it's, 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 yep. they, they've got something more going for them. Yeah. Um, okay. We've got, uh, some series to talk about in round two here quickly. Uh, let's do the same thing. Let's, you know what? Let's do one sentence on each one and then we'll dive into Habs Leafs. Uh, Hurricanes Lightning, Chris. My poor Hurricanes. Yeah. Ty? Um, it's going to be fun. That's all I got. Yeah. Isles Bruins, Chris. Fuck the Islanders. <laughs> Ty. I want to step on Lego. <laughs> uh, Canadians Jets, Chris. I hope they both die in hell. <laughs> Jesus. Ty. 
<laughs> I felt like a little kid on Christmas last night. Yeah, that was something. Um, no, I think I, it's gonna be. I think it's. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It should be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Avalanche Golden Knights, Chris. Avalanche in four. Ooh, nice. That's bold. I like it. Ty. Uh, it sucks that these two teams have to meet so early, and one of them is gonna have to go. Yeah, agreed. All right. Let's, uh, without further ado, let's get into Habs Leafs here. Uh, Montreal 1-7. and seven. I don't really know how to even get into this. This is a... I'm, I'm sympathetic to the situation in Toronto here. Uh, and I, like, genuinely, you know, like, that's a fucking tough situation to be in. Um, I don't even... Like, I look at the team and I'm like, what do you do for next year? Like, it felt... It really felt like they had addressed the things they needed to address. Um... Yeah, hard hard loss. I'll uh, I'll pass it to you, Chris. What were your What was your take on this series? They beat themselves. They were a better team when they beat themselves. I, yeah. I don't know what we were expecting. I, I wanted to clarify two things which make me very happy. Which is one, I won't have to hear a goddamn soul talk about trading William Nylander again. Thank God, because he was definitely the best player in that series on both teams. Yeah. I still amazing. don't think that keeps I, him out of trade talks, by the way. But I, if if anyone talks about trading that guy, give your head a shake. I, yeah. I just want to go on the record, and uh, Chris, I don't know if I've ever actually said this to you, but I, I think I have. I've always said that, like, of the big four, he's the least of the issue. Yeah, like, he was definitely the least of the issue. He's like the least. He's like the last one that people should be pointing. At. In fact, you're paying seven like million dollars for a guy who carried your team. There. Yeah, no. I've literally, I've been saying that for, for like a while, like Chris, ever since you like got me to like really pay attention to him, I was kind of like, this is the guy that they're upset about. Yeah. He's like the least of their issues. It's again, we, we, it's the... people have a hard time with how he looks on the ice. That's the biggest issue. Fuck is... that. He got yeah, eight I agree. points I agree. in seven games. I agree. I wholly, wholeheartedly agree. But that's the issue. People look that's at him not and even, That's lazy. not even analytics. That's just like, yep. use your, use your goddamn head. He was obviously the best player on the ice, no matter who you played him with. Fucking played the guy played with the ghost of Nick Foligno when he was still putting up points. Yep. My God, I I don't even know how. Like like if you if you watch that and you think that he's the problem, you have no idea what you're talking about anymore, man. Yeah. At all. He had a great and, series. And the, he's a great player. The moratorium on analytics. Fuck you. The five the five largest analytics departments are Toronto, Vegas, Colorado, Tampa, and Carolina. How are those teams doing? Yeah, is what are people going after analytics now because they leave? Yes, lost? yes, because Dubis is an analytics guy. That's and then there's the other side, which is ridiculous. the stupidest part of being a Toronto fan. Is both sides hate the same team. So stupid. Uh, Keith didn't get enough grit this year. He definitely did get enough grit. There definitely was enough of those old character guys on the on, team on i don't want note, i don't want to go for those guys anymore i didn't like note, simmons though, i i do like i felt like there was when we were going into this series the way i looked at it was they have these players who can play this style they can play mean they can play nasty if they need to but that's not their game and i think that's how toronto played the series in retrospect and again hindsight is 2020 and i'm fucking i'm a fucking podcaster here not an nhl coach and i'm probably wrong my feeling on it was that there should have been a bit more room in the game plan for those players to play to their strengths in that style. And I think, it, again, hindsight's 2020, yeah, you, I think that that might have helped to spark 
those players so, a little bit more because they were kind of non strengths. Like we we like like I know that like it was like the even I was probably happy with it like Thornton and Simmons like yeah it's a different mindset whatever but like c- can you name me one single thing they did like they just they, they, were, were, they were irrelevant and they they yeah. both got consistent ice time that's... both of them on the power play yeah that's coaching the coaching was bad I love Keith but like this was very Babcock of him like. Why the hell am I watching Jumbo Joe on the power play if this power can't score? They put Nylander on it for two games. It scores like rapid fire, and he's not on it anymore. Like, he's your only good player. Why wasn't he playing 25 minutes a night? He's 23. He's not 40. He can do that. Yeah. Like, this it is tactical choices that they killed themselves. Like, like, no offense, but, like, the coaching was so bad, you rewarded the guy who healthy scratched Thomas the Tar and Nick and Cole Caulfield. Like, what do you what do you have to say for yourself after that? And then we're talking about things like next year the defense needs to be better. Defense was perfect. The defense was very good Goal this ten- year. Goaltending was perfect. Yeah, the, like in game four, in game five, and game six, there was a stupid turnovers, but like that's not because the players are. That's bad. gonna just, happen. Error is a judgment. Like it, you fucked yourself letting you get the game seven, then you got destroyed in game seven. You had chances to close it. That's on you. Yeah. The Nick Foligno thing didn't work, and Riley it looks Nash. like he was hurt, so that's tough. Riley Nash couldn't fit in, but like, was he ever going to fit in? It's fine. See, that's like, I that's where going for, and it, it... again, that's where I feel like they're like I, it, it, they could have maybe adjusted the game plan a little bit to open up a bit of space for that. And it's it's also, it's also a tricky game to get into because that's Montreal's game, and you run the risk of playing their game and getting like, off of it, your own game so. game game three they won two one in the kind of game montreal wanted to yeah. play like i don't think yeah they what, like you can't say montreal like was like nothing. oh physically superior did you feel like the leafs ever got destroyed physically nope. in the series i don't i think did so. not i did not like it, like it it comes down to and it sucks because i love him to death but where the fuck was matthews and marner yeah where I the fuck Ma- were like, they we're, like where where did you like we lost to Varus, but he played as well as the other two did. Yeah. I thought Matthews, I, I, like, look, we we do have to factor in that Carey Price played excellent throughout this series. Like, I think Matthews would have had did, several Did he goals steal the series, though? I wouldn't I say he did. outright. I wouldn't There's say he two games stole. within I, five I, goals. He, no, but I think... He, he, the, the I'm, I'm, not, I'm not accepting. He played well. I'm not accepting the Leafs got goalied. They did not get goalied. They didn't. They I failed. I wouldn't I say they got goalied. I'd say that Montreal's superstar outperformed their your superstar. That's they like ran into that's just one of them. Do it's just one of one superstar doing his job and the other two not. It's not really getting goalied per se. Getting goalied is like throughout the series, the Leafs had the better goalie for the first time ever. Statistically, yeah, yeah. So I like I I I yeah. Price played great. That's fine. The Leafs sucked. I didn't think they sucked. They just, honestly, I really didn't think so they sucked. I, but like, I, I, th- I didn't think they played. They didn't. I didn't think they played their game. I don't think they looked like they they looked at their best this year. Uh, I feel like they looked kind of like the version of the Leafs that we saw at the tail end of the year that was struggling. Except they were, you know, pushing themselves. Like, but I, I didn't think they played terrible. Like, I thought the Leafs fought hard. Like, I I, I just I don't know. It didn't. It, fucking I mean, happen. like, like you can say you can say what you want. Like the the if you're if your third best player, and I don't think he is, but if your third best player gets hurt the way he does in game one and you can't find it in you to keep going, I don't I don't have I hate the goddamn narrative that they don't care. 
because like when Mitch took that puck over glass penalty, he cried. Like obviously these guys care very passionately about this team. And I don't, I'm not advocating for a blow up or anything like that. Like you'd be have to, you'd have to be insane to want to tear this core apart. You're a madman. Yeah. They're under 25. There's a lot of time left here. Yeah. And they're signed for the next long time. This is not a team that needs to be blown up. It's not a team that needs to have a referendum on how they play overall. It's a team that needs to understand. Uh, there's a, I guess there's a different mindset in the playoffs and they don't, they don't have it yet. And obviously the guys they got that we were supposed to think saved us, the old guys, that's not what we needed. So here's I think, the thing, I think like, the, Leafs, I... the, the Leafs next year, I think that the tactic has to be you double down on what you're good at. I don't care if everyone else says scoring goals is not all they, is all they think about. That's not what they did this year. And I think they should have done that. The thing is, and like they were, the, in my eyes anyway, they were far and away the best Leafs team this year. If you look at the entire season, like they were far and away the most complete and well-rounded and well-built team that Toronto has yeah. had in this era. And but I didn't the defense think... is back next year. The goalie's back next yeah, year. Yeah, and you're gonna have What's Sandine team? on an ELC. You're gonna have Liljegren soon. Like you're gonna it, there's there's plenty of opportunity here moving forward. It's just like now you've got similar to what happened in Calgary. Where fucking year after year after year after year, they disappointed and they fell apart when it mattered most. And it's not the exact same. I don't look at Toronto the same way I look at Calgary. And honestly, I look at Toronto and I see them as a team that was built to win this series. They could have won this series with the team they had, but they didn't. That playoffs get fucky sometimes and that's kind of what happened. Like, yeah, they did shoot themselves in the foot and I think it got in their own head at a certain point. But I, I did think they fought hard. Like, I didn't think they played poorly. I think they outplayed Montreal significantly for most of the series. And I don't know. It's frustrating for me to, I appreciate and, and I like what the Leafs have done. Like I appreciate that team. I, I appreciate where they are. I, I had a ton of appreciation for what Dubas did this year too. And the results that it had. It's just obviously the end result fucking was the same. I don't, I don't, I, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know what, I don't know what you do. Yeah, but that's, but that's fine. I like next you tried it this way. It wasn't any better. I would stick to what they're good at, but is, Play, it, is that the right offense. idea, though? If they were, like, the best team they've been overall, like, throughout the year, they were the most well-built how many team. How many times did we say it didn't matter what happened this season if they yeah, failed? Yeah, I guess. I how many know. times we said throughout the year? Yeah. It's all, all year. Every time they did anything good, you can go back and hear the recordings of this podcast. I said it every time. Yeah, no, it's true. This means nothing they if they don't do it in the playoffs. They yeah. put themselves in that hole two years ago that nothing matters until the playoffs. And I guess the question... Again, that I'm wondering, like the question I have is, are you not better equipped to do it the way you built them this year than you would be if you doubled down and went all skill? But what's and, the, what's the difference in, in 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 the way the team is built? Like you have guys coming up now, like Rodi and Amaral make the team next year. Nick Robertson make the team next year. Like why can't that be your third line as opposed to Jumbo Simmons and and yeah. Engel? I mean, I don't think it's. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea to replace some of these guys with some of your young guys for sure. Like, I think there's still, it's important to have some grit and toughness there. Like, and I, I do think it's, it's, it does become, especially if they'd gotten past the first round, like as the playoffs continue to wear on, like that was going to be relied on more and more. Um, but how many tough guys are on the Colorado Avalanche? All their defense are under six feet tall. Like it just, it, it doesn't, I don't think it matters anymore. Like if you, if you can outskate a team to the point where they can't catch you, what are they supposed to do? For every Josh Anderson, there's like I mean a hundred thousand of them that can't skate. So like it, yeah. it, it's, but that's I don't think like, I don't think this version, 
that I don't think this version is what is going to lead them to success. All that being said, this is different if Matthews and Marner have like one good game. Like Probably just yeah. one man in seven, and and I will say on the note of Colorado, Colorado hasn't won a cup. Tampa won a cup last year, and they did it after adding grit, right? Like, they, but that's they why I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't blow playoffs. it up. Like Colorado, like Tampa had three or four embarrassing seasons. I like you keep that core together, and you keep adding until you find the right formula. Like that's what I would keep doing with this team, and I'm, I don't see anyone like. And like the Colorado has some trade got Marner. Some like I don't sandpaper to them. Colorado, like they do have some guys that are. A little gritty. They got they got Belmont. Yeah, but they, so they can also they can also score. Like yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Wayne Simmons can't score. No, Jumbo Joe could no longer score. Like no, he, it, it was really weird to see Joe Thornton be like a physical player. Like that's what he was. Yeah, it was it was just very odd. Spezza has to come back. He was great, and like if you have Muzzin healthy all year in the playoffs, that helps you too. And Tavares is the biggest question mark of them all. What is it if Tavares plays? But yeah, you have depth overcome injuries and if you're a two-headed monster and you lose one head from injury and one head from playoff performance what's the monster there is none yeah i i just i i i won't stand for any william nylander slander because it's just absolutely false and i will stand i won't stand for any bashing of the decor or jack campbell i I think more than anything, that's people who were saying that shit last year before all these moves were made, trying to double down. But, or not, not double but down, how but are trying you still to prove, saying like, it now? There had more merit last summer. It did. It had a bit more merit for sure. But it, all those it had things tons were of merit. Of all of those things had merit were last year. They were awful defensively last year. Yeah, de- defensively especially. Yeah, defensively especially. But the yeah. grit, you know. Like, Cody Cece was on their first pair. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's terrible. You don't want that at all. But this year, your worst defensive player is Justin Hall. That's not a bad bar to have as the no. lowest one. For sure. It's just it's just a, a an execution failure, and that's the case it's been. And, and as a Leafs fan, I could tell you very easily this is the most embarrassing one. Yeah, like I, of course. The 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 four one loss to, or it was four one Boston game. Like the Leafs had no business being close in that series. The 2018 series against Boston, Leafs were terrible. They just had Tavares, who was a god that year. 2019, yeah, they had 100 points, but Boston had 112. Like, it's not, they weren't the favorites. And last year, uh, going into the bubble, they were the eighth seed playing the ninth seed. It wasn't crazy that they lost that series. It was stupid. And they did, in fact, get goalied. That's 971 save percentage. The Leafs were the eighth seed last year? Yeah, the Leafs were bad last year. Fuck. The Leafs were not good. And that's why, like, like yeah, it sucked that they lost, but, like, it was, it wasn't heartbreaking. It was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I see it. Cody CC still playing twenty minutes. Yeah, that's not ideal. Like it, 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 it wasn't great. Well, who was the other guy they had in the third pair? Uh, oh yeah, Marinson because we lost Muzzin in the second game. Like Marinson was playing, and that's and and this year, like Muzzin is out in Game Seven, and you can replace him with Sandine. That's a, that's a huge difference in team structure there. Yeah. And so this year, what what do I do? How do I feel? Well, as a Leaf, I, as a Leaf fan, I feel embarrassed. But I mean, good for the Habs. At least one of us should be happy. Yeah. And uh, uh, do I want to blow this up? No, you're a moron if you want to. I I mean, I don't think it took I, the Capitals. It took the Capitals twelve years to get there. Yeah. I the blowing it I, up thing. I, how the I, fuck do you think you're going to get a positive return by blowing it up? 
Like, no, how, I, how I think, God, I think anyway. this, this team will win. There, there is a formula for them to win. You can't have that many players that are that good and be bad. It's just the window does close sooner than it's not Matthews's window. It's Tavares's window, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is the window gets cloudier as the years go on. Right. And more fucking variables get factored in and it's just, but if they, but it, and, and what sucks the most is like this year was the clearest path because next year you're back in a division with time and Boston. Yeah, it was. And the Panthers. Yeah. Like that's just, it sucks. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be harder. It's they, never it's you have to ahead. get you have to get through the good teams to win the cup too. So, I have faith they will be better, but this was embarrassing, that's, and I hope they feel fair. that way too. Yeah, I I, re- I really do hope that they feel embarrassed. I would imagine they do. Uh, on that note, let's shift to the Habs. Uh, Ty, what was your take on this on this series and on Montreal? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they you could say that they don't deserve, they didn't deserve to win the first round, but that's that's how hockey playoffs work. It's I think like, by the end of it, I think they had I, earned it. But at the same time, yeah, they got outplayed. Well, they got outplayed most I'm of not the trying to downplay them. I'm not trying to say they played poorly. It's just there were many moments during the series where you could see them clinging on for dear life. Yeah. Um, but we kind of knew that's how it was going to go. We, we talked about it last week where it was going to be like, you were just going to have to weather the storm whenever when Toronto comes at you and then pounce on any chance that you do have, which they did for the most part. So, you know, and I do think, look, <clears throat> I mean, we can have the debate if, if you guys want, but I like, you know, and this is no disrespect to Campbell price was the better goalie out of these two. Um, I don't, I'm not saying Toronto got goalied. I don't think they got goalied. Um, Cause I think getting goalied would have been Jake Allen doing this to Toronto. Um, Carrie price just did what, a ten and a half million dollar goalie is supposed to do. He just did what superstars do, which is show up for their teams at the right time. Um, and I mean, and in fairness, just just stop you there. As much as I'm thrilled that Price is playing this well, superstars are supposed to do it in the season too, especially with yeah, contracts. You're like right. That. But you're go right. One hundred percent. Not you know to, again. It's... He's playing phenomenal. He's playing great. No. Hockey. Okay. Right. Fine. But I'm saying when I'm saying superstars, I mean he's got the superstar price tag. If yeah. we we can have the debate another time about yeah. whether he's still considered a superstar, but he's got the superstar price tag. Yeah. And with the look at the end of the day, like he showed up. If you get to the dance, yeah. If you can, if we can get to the dance without you, and then you show up and, well, you, that's and you put yeah. your best foot forward, that you know what, there it is. That's all we can ask. That that that's not all we can ask for because obviously <laughs> we're in the regular season but you know what i mean like it, it's it's better than nothing and, you know i think yeah. again it, it's no disrespect to campbell he 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 rocks campbell he, played he a great ass, series 100 percent was great but like carrie price did what we all thought carrie price was gonna have to do and he did exactly what he did last year and he did exactly what he does in pretty much all big situations which yeah. is stand on his head so campbell incredible campbell the stats for campbell <clears throat> he did have better stats than price right by the end of the series, yeah, high danger save percent. Or sorry, no, he had they had pretty similar like high danger stuff, but he was a nine thirty four and Price was a nine thirty two. For me, that's not enough to be like, yeah, Price was infinitely the better goalie. So I yeah, disagree. He, the The difference to me was I think the psychological element of it actually was significant. Honestly, I think like the the mentality going against Price versus going against Campbell, regardless of the fact that Campbell was playing great. I think was a bit of a different experience for each team. And I think that price came up big. I mean, so did Campbell. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's no, it's, but it's very. No, they both played great. Is, they both played great. Look, all, really. Look, and again, this is not me trying to slight Campbell at all. But like, yeah, baseline stats. Maybe Campbell edges Price out a little bit. But um, you also have to factor in Toronto shot more. Toronto had more high danger chances. Mm-hmm. Toronto. I think we need to be careful. Like the part that sucks, and it's because it's 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 a natural human reflex is the recency bias. The last three games, Price was really really good, but the first four he was not. I I didn't. I thought he was good in the first four. Really, I didn't think he was. He let in five goals on two separate occasions in the series. He was not. He let in. He was not. He let that in once in game one. He won game one two one. The second game. They lost 5-1, but like we know with goaltenders, the score is very – well, not very rarely, but the score is not always like yeah, directly reflected what was the – was it 4 nothing in Game 3? Yeah, in he let in three goals like, on 27 shots he, in he was He was and not – like, he and was despite, not the, the price of last year's bubble. And despite that's, that's all, all I mean. That, and despite all that, his stats, baseline stats are in par with Campbell's and his advanced stats are very good. Honestly, I didn't and see a huge to... difference between this. Pro- I mean, I, I did like I do think he was a little hotter last year in the bubble, but I, I didn't see a huge difference. Like I, I felt the same or a very similar kind of confidence with him in the net. I um, you also just have to factor in year. the fa- like, yeah, man. And again, I'm gonna say for the third time in two minutes, this is not to slight Campbell, but we can't sit here and talk about how the Leafs have so much firepower and then when Price stonewalls them. Yeah, not acknowledge the fact that yeah, man. Price had to face Matthews and Marner and Nylander. Campbell had to face Thomas Tatar, uh, Brendan Gallagher, and Corey Perry. A team like, that you can't ignore yeah. that too. Like, yeah. like Montreal's you can't been walk around talking about Toronto has all this talent, and then when Price looks like a stud, talk about how like wow, like he, you know, it's not that. No, it is. And again, not sliding Campbell, he kicks ass. But how many times do we watch him? Like how many times did did, did we have to watch the the Habs shoot at his chest or? You know, and that, again, I'm not saying he didn't work his bag off and he didn't d- doesn't deserve all the credit he gets and that he's being we all saw the interview yesterday, the very sad interview. He's being very unfair on himself right now. Yeah, um, which has been like, I hope like, he gets over that because that's been a like, bit of a one team has all this firepower and the other one doesn't. We can't ignore the goalie that that deals with all the firepower. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair take, Ty. I think I, I think you're right in saying that. Like, I think it's 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 worth noting, like certainly that Price was facing like, an onslaught it, of offense that Campbell wasn't. There like were Montreal, a few moments. Goal I, were... I would say so, but like where those players were not good. Who? Know what I mean? Like like the only player he faced that was like threatening was Nylander. I don't think that's fair. I think, I think Matthews and Marner. Fair. They I, weren't I look. They weren't fair. at their best. They weren't getting goals. Yeah, those... But like he was part of the reason for that, right? Like I think like he was part of the reason, a huge part of the reason that they didn't get going period you know like it's... Matthews had one shot on net yesterday yeah one yeah that's in yeah game seven that's not Carey Price that's Matthews, Matthews having partic- one I don't, much... think Mar- I don't think Matthews was particularly bad throughout the first six games I didn't think yeah, he, he was bad I think he had a lot of chances but all the Leafs like, were with several yesterday. chances like, honestly he could have had more like, goals than he did there there were a few was, there were you know, so many moments during this series where the Habs were falling apart in front of him and Carey Price was just yeah alone and he even yesterday that game could have slipped away if Carey price didn't shove zach hyman in his pocket and say no not happening so i feel like that happened several times the difference to me is just that like the habs needed price more than the leafs needed like the leafs needed campbell to be very good but the habs needed price to be excellent far more but again you know what i mean then we then we kind of fall into that whole conversation of yes obviously every team needs their goaltenders to be good but like I don't know. It, it's I, I don't know if this is going to make any sense, but like it's just it's strange to me that I'm reading people online talk about how the Leafs. It's just like I find it a weird take that you can say that the Leafs 
lost because Matthews and Marner weren't very good, but then discredit Price for what he did. Because Price to the Habs, whether you agree with it or not, Price's importance to the Habs is what those guys are to the Leafs. And to say that one team failed because their superstars didn't show up, and then to be like, well, Price was just like to almost undercut him. For, for me, for me, that's the, the 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 difference there is that like I think the credit should go to Dano. That's fine. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like like they were ineffective, so he had nothing to do. But like, I mean, like they they Matthew, were so they were so he... shut down before that. It didn't it didn't matter. But Matthew still averaged like three shots a game. He had thirty five shots. He had five points in the series. The Leafs got a goal from 11 were, different players, too. Three, got, three like, of them in one game. There were some mammoth saves that he made. Mammoth yeah, saves. At very that, crucial times. Like, at insane times where, again, like I said a couple minutes ago, where the Habs were hanging on for dear... Like, yeah. there were a few moments where I was like, this is where the series falls apart. This is where the Leafs yeah, finally me too. take over. Me too. And he... 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 Took he, the storm head on, and yeah. he, and he and he dragged his team through it. He neutralized it time and time again. Every like it felt like that was happening repeatedly. And there were, oh, like, don't get me wrong, they won. The Leafs outplayed Montreal. They won three games in that series. So there was there were plenty of moments yes. where it felt real, but like it never was on Price. And there were many moments where Price stopped that right in its tracks. I think he had, like I think he played a great uh, series. I I think it's infuriating that he's capable of turning this on when it matters most and can't seem to get it going the season. But regardless. Um, it was but that's a hard just, goalies are whack, goalies are whack, yeah, right they are. Like, and again, it'd be a lot easier to stomach if he wasn't getting paid ten and a half million dollars for the next, yeah, eight years or whatever. And hopefully, we, we never sign a goal to this price tag, yeah. As, um, look, the yeah. team again, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just, I was again, I'm, I'm I've said it before, but I'll say it again. You also just can't like discredit just who these guys are both facing on both sides, like Brett, Brett Kulak's not Morgan Riley, okay. Like these are very different hockey players, for sure. Like it's we, we we one team has I don't know I, I said it before but yeah you know, no I Corey feel Perry you. and Corey Perry and Brendan Gallagher are not Mitch Marner. No, of and, course not. But that's also not a fair comparison. Like it's and you, you even if you use our first line, it still doesn't you know. No, make, it's not a fair comparison. But you need to take that into consideration yeah. when you're when you're um when you're like analyzing. A yeah. Goalie's well, I mean, look by work, the same token. By the same token, the morons that are saying, well, the fucking Habs could weather Jake Evans' absence, why couldn't the Leafs weather Tavares? Like, that's insane, too, right? Like, people are yeah. going to well, that's, that, yeah, that's just people say stupid shit. Um, I thought the Habs were, I mean, similar to what they were throughout the fucking year for a good portion of the series, honestly. I just thought the difference was Price was playing extremely well. Um, it was frustrating. I, I honestly had a hard time getting emotionally invested in this series at any point. Obviously, by the end of it, I was, I was into it, and I want them to I win, and I'm rooting for them, but I still... I look at this team and I see the fucking Jekyll and Hyde stuff still going on. That's been going on for years. I don't look at this team and feel like it's worth getting my fucking heart rate through the roof for, you know, like it's, 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 it's nice to see them win around like they did last year as well. Obviously it was not a playoff round, but regardless, it's nice to see, it's nice to see the upset, but if price is playing anything less than really good, they get like they don't get to game seven even right like no, they're close. yeah so the team itself I still I, I was furious that Caulfield wasn't in the fucking lineup it was it was so frustrating to see what was a game three that this first game if I'm not mistaken right Cockney played two and then Caulfield played three yeah, they both played in yeah by the end of it, he's fucking shifting him constantly, giving him all the ice time in the world. And it's like, I, welcome to the fucking party. I know, it's like, make up your mind. Do you hate him or do you love him? 
Well, it's also like congratulations for seeing something that everyone has been able to see. Like you're Dominic yeah. Ducharme, you're supposed to be a young, you know, new school coach, and you're doing <clears throat> boneheaded old school moves like that. That drove me nuts. I'm glad that they like obviously the series started to to become more of a series once we started seeing those guys in the fucking in in the games and the lineups. Look, Habs battled, they won. I'm I'm glad they won. I'm proud of them that they won. They they gutted it out. It's it was it's exciting. It's nice seeing the Habs playing meaningful hockey and actually winning, you know. I'm excited to see the the way they look against the Jets, but I'm also still like as hard as I fucking try, I can't seem to like if I if the Habs were in a similar spot to the Leafs as a franchise, I it wouldn't even I wouldn't even have to try. I would be immediately sucked up by it, and I would be not worth your time. It's, it's that's the thing. Well, yeah, I, I feel you. To him, Spence, he's it's, just shattered. So, yeah, clearly it's it's grass is greener on the other side situation. <laughs> but like my point being that like it's I watch this team and I still am kind of fucking pissed off at them. Honestly, like it's it's. They're a frustrating team to be a fan of, and they still are in the playoffs. And they were very much outmatched. And I get that they're not going to be able to execute their game plan and control the pace of play, you know, frequently when they're at that outmatched. But they still like it wasn't just that. It was they. they there were there were times early in the series where it was like, make up your fucking mind. Like, what are you doing here? They were they they were more outmatched against Toronto than they will be against Winnipeg. I maybe, but the thing with Winnipeg too is like that. And that's like, not an insult. I'm not. I'm not. Winnipeg's a good team. Win, yeah, Toronto's a better team. Toronto is a much better built team. I think. I think they're more well rounded. I think Winnipeg is. They're more well rounded than people like me are willing to admit. I think their defense has improved over last year. It's not horrible anymore, but it's still not good. I think if that top six is all like if if that top six and the goalie are playing at their best. I mean, fucking good luck. Like, that's going to be a very hard team to beat unless the defense is completely bleeding chances. Yeah, but, I don't know. What, yeah, but wasn't, wasn't the defense bleeding chances against Edmonton? Connor Halbert just rocked. Yeah, and that's the thing it's, is, it's like, at like the they, end of the day, they, he can steal a series, right? He can right? shut like, it down, but, like, their, their D wasn't good in round one. They're not a good D, but they're not as bad as they were last year. Like, no, they're, but, they're... but that's also... That bar is, like, on the For field. sure, very low. But they deserve a bit of credit because they did tighten up a significant amount. It's not an insignificant amount. They are significant. No, the Jets, again, the not... Jets are the 2013 Leafs. I'm elite saying... finishers, terrible defensemen, elite goalie. I'm not saying the Jets aren't good. I think the Jets are very good. Who did the Leafs no, have in net in 2013? Good, with some very good hockey players and one of the best J- James Reimer. Was he that good that year? Yeah. It was It was unbelievable. Yeah, nice. it was. Um, good for rhymes. Yeah, just, yeah, we'll see. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, it starts. It's going to be... It's going to be something, honestly. And the one but thing, I too, is, I get it. like, and they, look, Campbell, again, Campbell played a fantastic series. Campbell was a, a counterpart, a pretty close to equal counterpart, if not equal counterpart for Carey Price. But the thing is, Carey Price slightly, at his absolute wrong. best versus Connor Hellebuck at his absolute best, I have a very hard time arguing that Montreal comes out on top of that comparison. Like, I, at best, I think they're equal. At their best, both of them, because Connor Hellebuck is that good. Connor Hellebuck is that like right now, currently. Yeah. The goal. He's what Price was a few years ago, in as far as the stature yeah. in the league goes. Yeah. So it's gonna be wild, and the, I, I, one thing well, that pissed me he's off. Literally, what he's literally what Price was a few years yeah. ago, doing it behind no defense. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's got more scoring support, but yeah, he's he rocks. Yeah. Um, he's he's a tank. 
He's a freaking beast. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. It's 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 going to be fun. it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see too. You know, one team has a bunch of rest and the other team has no rest. And you know, it's it's pretty easy to say like, oh, the team that has the most rest will be in the best position. That can go either way. Hockey's weird. Sometimes yeah. if you sit around for too long, you start your legs start going a little a little soft and you start yep. going a little numb. And it can go either the way. Team avalanche comes in flying high. Sorry. Tell that to the Avalanche. Yeah, but that's yeah, but the Winnipeg Jets aren't. It, yeah. But it can go either way. It's one of those things that everyone always talks about every go. time it happens. Like, oh, they got rest, and oh, they're they're but well, hold on, they got rest, but the I other team they... just played two nights ago. Oh, they're gonna be fresh. It's the, like it can go either way, and it does go either way. We'll see what happens. You know, like we'll see what happens. Well, that no, no, that's yeah. Hopefully, it, it it bodes well for Montreal. Like I, I certainly hope it does, but we'll see. Like it's uh, it, it's. It's going to be an interesting series. Um, I'm excited to see it. Like, it's going to be fucking... I just hope that... One thing that frustrated me uh, mm. against Toronto was... Even, like, there were, I forget which game it was. They had played a, a strong second period. They had won the second period. And then they came out in the third with the lead, playing strictly not to lose. They completely gave up on trying to... Like inject themselves into the the game flow and like really the the way the games the game was playing out and they just tried to completely defend. They do that. They did that all season though. Yeah, all fucking see exactly. And they they the, can't yeah. do that shit. They're they're going to get smoked by teams like and Toronto came back in that game too, if I remember correctly. I'd have to. Anyway, I might be mixing things up, but regardless, they can't do that no, against no. a team like Winnipeg either. Like it's you're going to you. I, I get it. I'm not saying continue to just play aggressive like you're losing, but you need to continue. To have, have, have a presence. Rebounds. Yeah. All right. It's been uh, it's been real, guys. This has been a it's been an episode. Chris, I want you to know that I love you, and I'm sorry for you and only you. Okay. <laughs> if I could take your pain away, I would. I do genuinely feel uh, feel for, uh... for you, Chris. I feel for for Leafs fans in general, honestly. As much as yeah, I know a lot of them are pricks but so are Habs fans so just in a blanket cursed, kind of way cursed franchise cursed yeah. franchise it's it's honestly getting to that point now where it's like you know sorry Spence I know you're starting to wrap it up but like starting to get to that like Chicago Cubs actually you talk about the Cubs it made me laugh there was a guy who tweeted uh if you don't think after watching that that I'm not back for next year you're fucking wrong I want to be on the team I want to be here when the team does what the Chicago Cubs did in 2016 Hey, that's the thing, right? It's it yeah. sucks, and it and like I don't know, man. Like, I being a Habs fan comes with pain, but I can't even imagine. Like, I know it's not like it doesn't come close to what being a Leafs fan brings. But can you imagine the exhilaration when it finally does? Happen? Yeah, that's gonna too bad. Be it'll never happen because this team is cursed. All right, guys, pick this up again soon. Stay healthy out there, everybody. Awesome.